1: Oh yeah, it was a subject. Oh, yeah. It was I do have some uh two new sounds. Mm-hmm. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was
0: using that on Twitter. And then the one with a uh, Paul Rudd. Hey <laughs> look at us look at us huh? <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> not me my nigga <laughs> oh that shit has been used in so many funny ways like uh, black twitter is fucking
1: hilarious Bruh. like last week was like the greatest week for memes <laughs> ever because I kept seeing them back to back and like I was just dying laughing with each one they were all good oh yeah We'll just make sure I know where everything's at. Niggas give me heebie ba ba I finally saw the whole video of that. That shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> the little kids up there praying, and then that little girl was like, "You need a blessing. Somebody needs a car." <laughs> okay, kids. <laughs> okay. So, what's up? What's up? Mm-hmm.
0: What to do? Man, you know it's almost motherfucking November. It's November this week.
1: I know. Time is changing this Sunday. Um, oh, I can't wait for that. I know the mm. extra hour going to be. Mm. Lord. Mm. God, I see what you doing for. Hallelujah a- <laughs> for
0: that extra hour and then I love that it's always after
1: Halloween. <laughs>
0: Ah, yeah. Time is fucking flying. Daylight saving time is here.
1: Like, um, I don't know if this is normal, but every time it's Drake's birthday, I'm always like, it's exactly one month to my birthday. And I'm like, that shit is wild as fuck. Because it feels like, I don't know, almost like, I don't know. Time is really flying.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's why is it flying? I don't know. I think it's cuz we're busy. Are we? Like I I'd be wondering sometimes if like shit is actually changing like the speed of of life.
1: <laughs> the speed of life. And we just
0: we just don't know it. Like it's just slowly everything's getting shorter. I don't know.
1: It's because we have to have responsibilities. Like, when you were a kid, it felt like everything took forever.
0: I felt like it took forever for Christmas to come. Yes. took forever for your birthday to come. Mm -hmm. took forever for summer to come.
1: And now it's just like, you blink, and then you're like, oh, shit, my birthday's next week. (laughs) Summer then
0: came and went. It's
1: about to be Sagittarius season, though. It's
0: Halloween. Hell yeah. Saggy season is, is in the building, almost creeping up on us
1: gotta let these uh weirdo scorpios get their little time off <laughs> <laughs> get there have their little party
0: true 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 um what you do this weekend i um i
1: i didn't do anything
0: the like motherfucking rain
1: yeah man like <sighs> all right so in huntsville which is where we live and record <laughs> um it rained friday saturday and sunday
0: it rained all damn day on friday and saturday
1: yes At, to the point to where like all day and night i'm a moody bitch so <laughs> i i enjoy like some uh stormy weather right right and, right so right. i can listen to my jazz records on right. some shit. <laughs> but i was like man i need some fucking sunlight yeah
0: but shit that's the season we enter into like it ain't going to be as much sun.
1: And it's all it's also when it's my depression season, so I am got to stay on top of that shit. So I was like, God, please help me. <laughs> and then it just, niggas is getting on my nerves <laughs> because, you know, Brushy- wait. <laughs> niggas give me heebie-jeebies. <laughs> like, it just seems like everything is getting to me. And then, like I, I've said before, I'm, I'm an empath, mm. so I feel everything. Mm. And, yo, know, I'm just trying to stay diligent. Yeah, but it is, it's a struggle. <laughs> Thank yeah. God I was able to wake up a little bit today and move around a bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But i I wanted to go to rocket city pride saturday
0: we both ain't shit because we really thought like we was gonna go
1: because i texted you in the morning like so we gonna go you like weekend and then we started talking and then like round one i was like i ain't going bro
0: <laughs> well you sent me that i was like oh shit it's like nine o'clock or it, no it was like 10 o'clock wasn't it
1: yeah it was like 10
0: yeah, I am like, damn, that means if we do go, I'm going to have to hurry up and get ready.
1: <laughs> right. I was like,
0: but, you know, I can make it happen, but shit, I was still in the bed. Me too. I was still in the
1: bed. Bruh, like, I was like, yeah. Like, and then, so, my sister, uh, like, came and dropped my stuff off from uh, my parents' house, and I'm going to get rid of, like, 90% of all that shit, because I don't need any of that um so i was doing that saturday also so when i text you i ain't going i had just gotten done unpacking shit, going through boxes oh yeah and throwing away stuff mm-hmm. so i was like either i can stay here and go through some of these boxes that way i won't be uh, a hoarder <laughs> in my garage or i can uh Go to Rocket City Pride. Have to walk in the rain. Oh
0: yeah, that was another thing. I'm really surprised that it was a um, big turnout still. Yep. like I said, my friend was texting me. They were telling me that um, it was still like a huge crowd, but I was just like, damn, I just couldn't. I don't.
1: And I was like, yeah, I hate uh, shit, bro.
0: I don't mind like going out to a bar in the rain, but actually like being outside and then having to go to work after it. Yeah. It, 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 the devil
1: is <laughs> a lie, but uh, shout out to everybody that did go, unlike our fourth and ass hosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, working at
0: four o'clock every day is it's like, I don't see how you do it. It's so, I would never get anything done. I
1: don't, I, I haven't gotten anything done <laughs> since I've been on
0: because it's like you go in late, you get off late. You sleep until late the next day, and then it's like, do I really want to get up and be doing shit before I have to go to work? Like, doing shit before work, it's just so taxing to yes. me. It it don't. It could be the smallest. It could just be like cleaning my room, and I just be like, nah, I'm not doing that shit. I'm gonna no shit. Me, put this off to the next full off day.
1: But yeah, it's that's why like every week when you ask me what I do the weekend, nothing. Like, yeah. bro, like. Today, like, Mondays are my, I guess, my weekend, mm-hmm. and I've been so fucking tired from everything. I'm just like, man, I'm just going to chill.
0: Monday seems to be my uh,
1: reoccurring off day, too, so... That is kind of weird in a weird kind of way that we yeah. lined up oh, both having Mondays They've off.
0: been giving me Mondays and Wednesdays for, like, the last month, so I guess that's my off days. <laughs> but, yeah, um... Had a crazy ass weekend. <laughs> What'd you do? Friday, Friday, I didn't really do anything. I was out. I was out till like one, but I didn't do anything crazy. Saturday was a crazy day. So I was like depressed that we lost to LSU. That was a,
1: that was a tough one. <sighs> I, I ain't even gonna joke with you. like that. Shit, that shit was wild.
0: And then to only lose by three points, like. Yeah. Yeah, so I was depressed about that after work, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go get drunk. It's <laughs> like, fuck it, I'm gonna Naturally. go get drunk, met up with some people from work, and we you did the damn thing. We were up till like seven. Jesus Christ. <laughs> On Sunday morning.
1: Yeah. I ain't done that shit since college or right after college.
0: Yeah. I did not go home at all. I literally slept until I had to go to work at a friend's house and then went to work. <laughs> Hell Still, no. yeah, it was it was one of those uh college nights, if you will, but it was a really good night. I will say that. Not no, I'm not going to go into detail, but it was a, it was a good night. Turn up. It was a good night. Um and then I had the shittiest shift yesterday at work. Like, we... So, this is, like, so common in restaurants. But, like, back of the house, employees are not as reliable, uh, for one. Because most of them niggas be, like... wild, <laughs> Yeah. They don't be giving a fuck about their jobs. Or they got, like, two or three other jobs. Or... Most of them be like fresh out of jail and they just don't give a shit about anything anyway. But like there was some people that didn't show up for the kitchen. Um, so like everything was behind, like customers were mad. There was, we, we had so many complaints and like so many people walk out yesterday and that's so frustrating as a server because especially for me, because I normally get sat in the sections where with like large parties So, it's like, you can have the potential to make a good-ass amount of money off of just one table. Like, one table one time left me, like, 60 bucks. That's more than what most people make in one shift. So, I'm just like, okay, taking these parties, like, finna get this money. I had two large parties. I had one large party decide that they were just going to cancel everything that they had put in, and they were just about to go. So, literally, I had taken their orders, fed them biscuits, was refilling their drinks, like... All this shit, their food was being prepared. I went out to check on them and they were like, so um, we're actually just going to cancel our orders. We're going to go across the street. And I was like, "Bitch!" literally wasted like 30 minutes with y'all and then nothing. So didn't get no money off of that table. Then I had a second large party. This time they were black folk and them niggas got on my motherfucking nerves <laughs> black people in restaurants are probably the most annoying black people and old white people all white women just a whole bunch of people going hey, hey,
1: hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like not only are they just like super particular about everything but it's like if 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 the one slightest thing isn't the way they wanted, they side eyeing you like it's your fault, fi- and that's that's what a lot of people do in general. Like I know as a server, we're the middleman, and we are we always get the, the the short end of the stick as far as like people's attitudes and whatever. But you're so, more or less
1: the face of the restaurant at that point.
0: It's so annoying. So their biscuits didn't come out on time because of course that was behind because once again nobody in the back they were asking about biscuits like every time i went to refill their drinks or ask if they were okay it was just like so we've seen a lot of other people get biscuits why don't we have and i'm just like well for one y'all are a large party it's easier to take out five or six biscuits versus like 30 to one table so bear with me i'm watching i'm gonna get y'all some bread cool They're just like, oh, well, yeah, we were just wondering because we got these kids, you know, we could be feeding the kids in the meantime. I'm like, that ain't my problem. (laughs) (laughs) You got babies, bring snacks for them hoes. Shit. And then the bread is free on top of that. Like, please do not complain about shit, free shit. Like, that is one of my pet peeves. I cannot stand that. And I know our Jim and Nick's biscuits are delicious. Yes, they are. But calm the fuck down. People, before I can even ask for drink orders, people are like, oh, can we get biscuits? How we about them biscuits? biscuits? <laughs> we're like, bitch, you ain't gonna be able to eat no biscuits if you ain't got nothing to swash it down with.
1: Biscuit, <laughs> <You> motherfucker. <laughs> calm down. Biscuit Sheesh. bitch.
0: So they were mad that the biscuits took forever. And then when their plates came out, their plates came out at different times, but still like within just a couple minutes of each other. Because for one, two of the hoes ordered like... <laughs> three different entrees as their entire meal. Like, one dude got, like, three pieces of catfish, which is not even a thing on the menu. He got a two-piece plus another piece, <laughs> plus two pounds of ribs, plus a double side of mac and cheese. God damn! Plus a sausage appetizer. Like, it's so much food for, like, two to three people. I'm like, for one, these hoes plates is gonna take 20 minutes each anyway. So, they left zero tips.
1: <laughs> Zero <laughs> tip. And
0: I did everything for them. I got them to go drinks. I got them to go boxes. I made sure everything was there that they needed. Gave them wet naps for their ribs. Gave like I made sure that they were accommodated as best as they could be accommodated. Zero tip because the biscuits took too long. So I was literally at work. I got to work at three. Their party left probably around six. At that point, I had only made, like,
1: $12. Oh, no. Three
0: hours of work. Oh, no. $12. Oh, no. And that happened for the rest of the night because we were behind and we just could not get caught up. And what was crazy is we weren't even that fucking busy. Like, it wasn't, like, stupid crazy where people were just coming in and coming in and coming in. We weren't even that busy, but because the people in the
1: back weren't there, it just... It just it was just a shit show. I didn't get I didn't ha- we didn't do <clears throat> nothing the entire week. Like I guess classic went. Yeah. And then it was raining. And everybody was like, we're gonna sit our ass down. We gonna be at home, yeah. So I did have one crazy thing happen this weekend. So Friday, I was uh <laughs> I was I was in my feeling. I was already moody and shit. <laughs> And I was like, man, like, <laughs> I was like, man, I keep going this 4 o'clock-ass job. I ain't going to meet nobody. Like, I can't fucking meet people on Tinder or anything else. I'm fucking ugly, bro. And then so I was in my feelings for like an hour. I got in the shower, and I, like, shampooed my hair, all this other shit. I shaved. I don't know why I fucking shave. But, uh, so I was shaving. I was like, I'm a good looking ass nigga. (laughs) I'm like, all right. Yeah, I ain't ugly. These bitches just don't recognize. Like, fuck these motherfuckers. So I go to work. Later on, this old lady comes in. And she's getting her grandson out or whatever. So she keeps talking to this dude. She was like, uh, on the phone she's like if you want to know what i really want i want some hot chocolate and i was thinking she's not talking about uh nestle uh swiss miss <laughs> and then uh so they're just sitting there waiting and then her daughter the boy's mom like uh she was like uh you got uh your hot chocolate right here and i was like Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> uh, uh, like you ever like here's Dion call Y'all finna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all finna. Fuck- <laughs> and then I was like, maybe I didn't hear that right. <laughs> and then she was like, "Girl, he is a baby. He can't be older than like 20." And I, and then she was like, "How old are you?" I was like, "I'm 30." She's like, "Oh, you old enough." I was like, "Oh, uh, no." That's when you should have lied and me, like, "Yeah, you right. Yeah,
0: I I'm 20." <laughs> <I'm> 20. 20.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so it just got bad after that. She was like, "Baby, I would uh I would uh wash all your clothes, uh uh make di- have dinner waiting for you when you got home. Uh, oh, run a shit. <laughs> run a bubble bath for you. Have a robe and slippers ready. <laughs> and she was saying all this shit, and I was just thinking, if she doing all this shit, what the fuck am I gonna have to do <laughs> to uh, keep this thing going? And I was like, oh god, no, oh god, no, yep, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> hey! <laughs> <right, all> right. <laughs> and then I was just thinking, I was like. What if I did this? follow through with it? And then like six months down the line, it's just, hey, look at us. <laughs> look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I tweeted that shit out. And then, of course, my evil uh, twin, Terrell, was just like, you should have done it. <laughs> Cause I used the Kermit meme and then he did this shit perfect cause he used the Kermit meme where he comes the evil Kermit mm-hmm. and he was just like you should have done it <laughs> and I was like I oh, don't know I did take that as almost like a sign not that I mean I was gonna smash this old lady's up uh,
0: you almost had you a sugar mama out here
1: bro No nah, man that shit couldn't happen bro <laughs> but it like like, when she wasn't joking, she was like, you you going to find you a wife. you going to find you. And then the daughter later, she was like, you going to find kids and all this soon. I was thinking.
0: That That's some cool. universe shit.
1: Yeah. That's what you've been putting out. And I did tell. I was talking to Wendy. I was like, man, I'm about to get this shit together. I'm going to find me a dope ass girl. We're going to have kids. So. Same. So, hey. <laughs> it is what it is. I am trying to be more positive.
0: Yeah. It is a very um. It's a conscious effort.
1: Kiss because <laughs> niggas try to get you.
0: Niggas give us heebie jeebies.
1: <laughs> niggas give me heebie jeebies. <laughs> Before uh. Let's go to another uncomfortable topic. Uh, So, Tank was on lip service. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yo, this might be the episode we get canceled. Was he? (laughs) So, uh, he was uh, talking to Angela Yee and some kind of way that got on if a man is like a cheater or a liar. Mm -hmm. And Tank was like, if somebody does something once or twice that doesn't define their character, and then so angela yee being the great troll that she is which we don't ever give enough service to how good of a troll she is because she up there with Charlemagne. said so if you suck two dicks are you uh are you not gay and then so tank because he was defending a trash position had to double down on that trash position And got himself all the way caught up. (laughs) Tangled in a web. Yeah. So he said, just because that happened, then that doesn't mean that you're gay.
0: (laughs) But I don't know, bro. I don't either, son. Like, (sighs) Charlemagne had talked about it too. When you go back for that second time,
1: it's it's something different. Right? It
0: is because obviously you didn't hate it enough to not revisit it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, like which means that there was a, a curiosity. It was a curiosity there.
0: Now I'm not okay. mad at anybody for being curious,
1: so. right? Now, now I'm gonna man, <laughs> look, this is just how I feel. I ain't saying this is right. And I'm not saying anybody's wrong. But to me, (laughs) being a heterosexual person means you are only attracted to... The opposite sex. Right. We're not saying... uh, Yeah, we might get canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I, I just believe that you... After two times, I mean, I'm gonna be all the way honest, I think after one time, you can't really say that you're a heterosexual person. I'm not saying you have to be gay. There are tons of different orientations that you could also be. All right. <clears throat> I'm just saying that I don't feel like you can say you're a heterosexual person. Mm. Um, Maybe pansexual, maybe bisexual, you may be- uh, Sexually fluid. Yeah. Or uh, gender fluid. You may be tons of, tons of different things. Or you may just identify as being a queer person. I just think that you can't, you can't be a heterosexual person.
0: Yeah. It's just so, it's really hard talking about this stuff because there's so many different like variables and like, I, I can speak for myself as a heterosexual person, like, People ask me all the time, like, am I interested in girls? Have I ever been interested in girls? Have I ever had a threesome? Yada, yada. And I tell people all the time, like, I am not interested in nobody else's vagina. I'm sorry. I'm just not, have not. I'm. Mm-mm. Have I kissed a girl? Sure. A little peck at a drunk party? Yeah. <laughs> but am I like full on making out with girls, filling them up, naked, rubbing kitty cats? No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> kitty cats.
0: <laughs> I am not doing that. I'm not interested. I ain't never thought about it. I'm just not. But that's me as a heterosexual person, but I feel like if you're ever having thoughts or or curiosities about the the same sex, I don't know. Like is it is it actually having the thought and curiosity that might put you on a spectrum or is it actually like
1: carrying out the act a part of me feels like it's weird of course because i've never felt i've never felt same-sex attraction so i guess part of me feels kind of weird like i do think if i was it's all speculation of course i do think if i was struggling with trying to come to terms with my sexuality um in that way by like i i I would understand trying to explore that. Mm-hmm. And by all means, try to find happiness by any means. We all have to do our own uh we all have to come to our own sexuality. So I I don't think you should deny that part per se. But if you do go, <laughs> you can't just be like, yo. Ha <laughs> ha no, <I'm> just like. <laughs> No, like, <laughs> I feel like for one I feel weird doing this because I'm aligning myself with a lot of trash ass niggas with a lot of trash ass opinions that I don't agree with when I go when I take a stance I do look at the people I'm quote unquote allies with in the stance and I'm like do I really want to be around these ashy ass niggas so I feel weird doing that but at the same time it's a different argument to me than when people are like <laughs> when people are like if you take a figure in the ass you're gay. Yeah. That's a very different argument to me yeah. and especially if you're if you're with a woman and you're a man then you're heterosexual.
0: Well, another thing too about that is like everybody has an ass. Right. Not everybody has a vagina, not everybody has a penis. Right. So, booty play is a little different.
1: <laughs> Equal opportunity. <laughs> Bruh, I, I don't get down with that shit, though. <laughs> I'm just going to be all the way honest. That shit freaks me the fuck out. But at the same time, a lot of things freak me the fuck out. Not saying that.
0: I'm not performing it on anyone, but
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will receive. Will receive. Hey, look at us! Look at us! <laughs> Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> uh,
1: <Bruh. laughs> hell no. We but, foolish, but like, I mean, I don't know. I like, I have been doing some soul searching, <laughs> and I'm just like. Yeah, I might need to get back out here in these streets. <laughs> like, fuck this shit. Like, cause you ain't gonna find happiness the path I was going on. Fuck that. Yeah. But uh back to booty play. Um, <laughs> that's a little different. <laughs> like, I am one of those people that feels like anything you do with uh your uh heterosexual partner is straight and that can't change. Yeah. But I also want to speak on. I discussed this with one of our listeners on Twitter. He had retweeted something saying like uh if y'all don't see this is the uh this is the gay agenda at work. Uh, and they had a picture of Pharrell uh in the dress thing somebody else in a dress and then uh tank and I was think I was like, that's
0: I saw him say something about um like what is D Wade doing to his son and I was like mm, he's not doing anything
1: to I, his son. I can't <laughs> Right. I think that's what I was like, hmm, yeah, I don't know. And then so I was like, I don't think there's a gay agenda. It seems like those are just men who masculinity is different. We're not a monolith and he was like so you don't think it's a purpose or agenda to make black men gay i was like no, no. what wow. who, would, who would that benefit i know and then like he was getting in the whole like the emasculation thing and he was like um men are black men are just different than they were in the past and i was like that's how it always how you always. know, how like, you know? <laughs> i wouldn't be like you from the past <laughs> are you a time traveler <laughs> Yeah, we get cancelled after this shit. <laughs> hey, uh, so, like, uh, he was like, Yeah, men were just different in the past. I was like, It's always been like that. Like, things change culturally. And I said, Perfect example in the 80s, you had Prince running around in high heels, and bell bottoms, yes. and like blouses. Yeah, Michael Jackson, and everything that entitled Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: Freddie Mercury. Prince used to be out here in assless chaps. I know,
1: <laughs> like wearing makeup and everything. And then also, that yeah, that was all- probably
0: the first sexually fluid nigga that we were introduced to as
1: as kids.
0: Yeah, when you think about it.
1: Yeah, because Lil Richard was that. Ways we, that we could like see tie it to. Yeah, and it was accepted. And then you had people like Rick James. You had the Debar- the barge niggas. You had all the people in uh, rock music who was wearing skin tight shit. Long hair. Yeah. Masculinity has always been different for different times. Mm -hmm. If you look in the 70s, it was tons of niggas wearing some shit. Like they always had that picture of the Isley brothers with the nigga with the shirt tied. The crop top. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, niggas were out here. (laughs) Niggas was out
0: here in crop tops
1: and tight shorts. It's like uh, that Charlie Murphy line where he was like, if you wear some gangster shit now, and you were in the eighties, you were probably wearing some shit look like a figure skater. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um. So like, and it was people always say like some shit about the past. They you like, nigga, you weren't around here then. And then I was like, so what changed from the eighties to the nineties? Visibility, uh, gangster rap. That true. Other that too, but and it was heavily influenced by prison culture, which tended to become the model for black masculinity for our generation. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that now these new niggas out here, they defined by the same bullshit that we were fucking defined by. Mm -hmm. They ain't wanting to be in gangs and shit. Well, some niggas do. But then once again, like we can
0: we can see them now. We couldn't see what was going on. In the past all the time because we didn't have the internet. Right. And then gay people have always existed.
1: Exactly. And it's not some white shit. Gay people were in Africa. <laughs> like and then plus the other thing is like when you get a lot of that uh another um person I'm with A and M with, she always I think she might listen to. So shout out to Ricky. Um she always uh she retweeted what I said when I was like, everybody who always tells me that there's a uh, quote-unquote gay agenda never seems to, like, show me how that's even possible. Right.
0: Or what the benefit would
1: right. be. Of, like, I don't understand. And she was like, and niggas always do that shit where uh, they overlook the 7,000 other ways that people may have been... Uh, Institutionalized to go after this one, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, because you just don't like gay people, that's true, or you don't like a certain level of black uh, masculinity and femininity. Mm. And the bigger question is, why does that matter
0: to you? Yeah, that's like honestly another one of the themes of this show is like, why y'all be so worried about what everybody else is doing with their own lives, right? who gives a shit like (laughs) imagine not caring what somebody else is doing with their sexual organs
1: that's shocking (laughs) we couldn't do that shit shit nigga i want to (laughs) know yeah but
0: i'm yeah i need somebody to answer me this like if you are on this whole like gay agenda train what do you what do you think the the benefit of of turning black men gay would
1: be This is a good time to uh, plug our website. If you would like to say your trash ass opinion, uh, you can email us by going to the www.thesuburbanpodcast.com and you can email us your trash ass opinion or whatever you want to say. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, really, like, I really want to know if you could give me some examples of how there is a gay agenda or how that benefits anybody besides gay people being accepted in society as not marginalized as they've been since the beginning of time.
0: Yeah, I'm honestly trying to think of an answer and I can't, I don't
1: have one. It ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What these bitches want from a nigga. <laughs> right, okay.
0: Because I mean everybody is for procreation, so it's not like you can't even argue that.
1: Just call it your
0: feelings. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Man, we going after all our (laughs) listeners.
0: This is the the "Don't come for me unless I send for you" episode. We sending for all you (laughs) hoes.
1: God gave Noah the rainbow sign. No more water. Fire next time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fire next time. That's the episode title. Yeah, it's definitely about to be sexy. <laughs> Yo, bro,
1: it definitely is. Cause, like, I'm feeling my inner sag just coming up. Be like, oh, these bitches got me fucked up. <laughs> like, bro, like at work, like when people call, like with an attitude, like this other dude called the other day. And he was like, he was yelling, like in the phone, like on speaker or whatever. And I couldn't hear him. And then he kept yelling. I was like, you might wanna quit yelling. <laughs> And I said it just like that and then Jen looked at me like yo what the fuck? and he's like no I'm sorry bro I'm sorry bro like that sad shit is I'ma match your shit for the energy you bring it to me I got equal energy that was me
0: all day at work yesterday for like, all these hoes that was trying me at these tables <laughs> why we ain't got no bread um well ma'am y'all have 12,000 people at your table and we can't get all of that out in 30 seconds any other questions bitch alright all right, cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> just waking up and just be like What did you say nigga <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: already on go. Like I ah,
1: set this bitch off. <laughs> 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 Shit. Anytime my suburban ass is just quote Boosie like I grab <laughs> my tray up off the lunch table and say, I'm thugging outside mama, I don't need cable. <laughs> 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 off the rip. Yo. Like, I'm feeling it right now. And then, so, if you negative energy, stay out the vicinity.
0: Stay out the way. Move, bitch. (laughs) Get out the
1: way. (laughs) Um, so you watch Dolomite? No. Oh, you trash. I know. (laughs) That was when
0: I thought that I was just gonna sit in the bed, but I was like, let me get up. So, yeah,
1: I didn't watch it yet. Sorry. That shit is funny as fuck.
0: Yeah, I saw you and Chris tweeting about it. Bruh,
1: you gotta watch this shit. We gonna talk about this shit next week. I'm gonna watch it tonight. And... (laughs) You didn't listen to Kanye's album, but let me just uh, give a brief synopsis of uh, this bullshit. I heard um, a couple snippets, but there's only one song that I like, and it's only like a minute and fifty minutes, a minute and fifty seconds. Mm. It's uh, "Follow God" because he's sampling like it's like old school Kanye sample and it's a it's a similar song to the father stretch my hand mm. so they use part of like father stretch my it's not the same song and then he's r- r- like ripping on it like flowing on it and I'm like man so I like when I first started listening to it, the first track is Selah <laughs> new Christian ass nigga um, <laughs> oh you think that shit deep <laughs> But yeah, like it started off, I was like, Okay. It's another classic Kanye intro. Okay, let's go. The second song goes and it's like, eh, "Ah, no. When uh Follow God comes on, I'm like, Oh yeah, Kanye in his bag. We about to get some dopeness. Nope. Wrong. And like I've been saying, I'm only here for the music. So I have no other choice but I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't I wouldn't. wouldn't know no thing. Sorry, excuse me. Man. Man. I'm done. I'm That's done, it. Kanye. I'm That's it. I'm here for the music. That's it. I, I was willing to let your shenanigans fucking uh go. But uh, yeah, I'm done, bro. And the interviews he's doing, he's fucking nuts.
0: I keep seeing snips of those and I'm just like, What? But is this nigga doing?
1: The fan in me is still like, man. I don't want to see anybody go through that. Even, like, this how we're going to tie it. So, Amanda Seals was on Breakfast Club. (laughs) (laughs) And, first off, um, Ms. Johnson, how do you feel about uh, Amanda Seals now? Well... Um.
0: After peeping this most recent interview on The Breakfast Club, she gets on my nerves. She gets on my nerves. There was so many things that she was saying that I just couldn't help myself uh, from cringing to. Yeah. Like, she's definitely suffering from uh mm-hmm. light skin <laughs> complex.
1: An inflated sense of personality also
0: um she's also suffering from um she's overwhelmed with her fame, I think she's starting to be overwhelmed with her fame, and she's gotten to the point where she thinks she has to respond to every backlash that she gets or or all of the backlash that she's getting, but that's just a part of fame. you cannot be um open and transparent and expect everybody to be on your side all the time Right.
1: and this isn't fame of course but we're artists and we're sensitive about our shit so like we weren't in our feelings because of that it was just the idea that we were misheard is fucked up so the level of that she's getting it or that Kanye is getting it, which Kanye's is a little different. <laughs> but that shit can cause stress. It can make you erratic. Mm-hmm. And it seems like she is cracking under pressure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I hate that somebody is feeling that way. But I also think the way she's going about it is all wrong. And it's is
0: it's so it's so militant. Like there's no humility in it. Right. Right. It's no humanity in it and that's kind of what i was saying about um we were talking about her two weeks ago about how i can see why she's unliked because at first i was like you know i think she's just a person that tells the truth and that's what she calls herself a truth teller but with all the other like components of her personality and the you know i'm right and y'all are wrong all the time. Like mm-hmm. having that kind of mentality and attitude when you're also trying to like defend yourself is real fucking annoying. <laughs> like in in almost everything that she was talking about and she's defending herself, it's always just like, I don't understand how we got to this point where, and basically it would be y'all don't agree with me because right. I'm a truth teller. Like.
1: <laughs> why are y'all hoes mad about me living my best life and y'all niggas sitting on the sideline just hating and when
0: she compared herself or used R. Kelly as a I I didn't understand that like so someone calls R. Kelly terrible and someone calls you terrible and you automatically equate you and R. Kelly to being the same kind of terrible or the same kind of person like that's not what we saying like you're blowing things out of proportion Maybe she's on the verge of a breakdown. I think that's what we're witnessing.
1: It looks like that. And I, I'm not, I hope she doesn't, of course. But yeah, she's, uh, she's I'm cracking not, up, man.
0: Yeah, I'm not trying to bash her. It's just her way of going about
1: I things. Hate, I hate false persecution. Like where you just think that the world's against you. No, what are you doing?
0: What are you <laughs> that, doing to piss people off? Exactly. <laughs>
1: If maybe all, you need to
0: turn it down a notch.
1: Right. And all these people can't be wrong.
0: And it's not to say that that being a truth teller as she calls herself is like a bad thing, but it's just like maybe we just don't need all this from you all the time on social media because now she's um on this segment. I don't know if she's on the reel or not, but I was just I was just watching something on Twitter where she was um at the table having a discussion with uh Lonnie Love and one of the other girls from the real talk show or whatever and it's just like we we already have so many avenues and platforms of you being like sister soldier and super militant and like very preachy like and you you are one that agrees that social media is kind of like ruining a lot of things maybe you need to dial it back on your social media. Like maybe you need to save some of your, your own teachings and preachings for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and stop trying so hard to reach us with certain things. Like you could be a truth teller and also be quiet. <laughs> you don't have to,
1: you can sit in this church.
0: <laughs> you don't have to dissect every little thing and, and, feel like you have to be the one that brings light to every single person about something because for one like your truth ain't everybody else's truth very true so just because you see something a certain way and you feel like you have to break it down to a person and explain to them what's actually happening or what they're not getting they don't mean shit this is to somebody else like (laughs) right
1: Like, the other thing is, if you are putting yourself out here to be a leader, or a militant leader at that, there are certain things that go along with that, that it seems like if you're on that path of being a leader, then you should know we're coming.
0: Mm.
1: With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that's always how it's been. And also, heavy is the head that wears the crown. is yeah, the crown so
0: strengthen your nexus <laughs> right
1: <laughs> do some uh, neck workouts okay
0: but yeah um and too she she tried to tie in like her childhood and again like the whole i'm light-skinned so i always got this and you know uh, i was too a uh, white to be black people discredit me black and my be blackness white. because i'm light-skinned and or because I have Caribbean roots, or and I'm just like for one, having Caribbean roots don't make you no less black than anything. Right, like,
1: that just means that your ancestors got off the boat before I- being
0: Caribbean <laughs> is not. That, that's another race versus ethnicity right. situation. Y'all like, niggas, niggas too, still nigga. like JT said. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know that whole. I I I'm so tired of the light skin thing though. Like I'm so t- I, I'm tired of hearing the black people never accepted me the light people never accepted me because i was black, and i'm just like
1: i do also think part of that is like we're looking at it from child eyes that's just part of being black we roast each other and then for too, a little shit
0: when 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 you are younger how soon do you realize that you are marginalized because you're light-skinned like You can't have realized that as a, as a kid, like that's something that you're realizing now. So really how, well, I won't say, well, yeah, it's, I feel like it's not until like maybe middle school age that you start realizing things about like race and differences.
1: And and I, I think it depends on other factors because me being very dark skin, I realized that earlier than that.
0: Well, that's because dark skin was shitted on way more than
1: yeah, light skin. but I also was able to see the way that.
0: How other people were treated. The
1: way Andre was treated. Better. Compared to me.
0: So I mean, same, because my sister is light skin.
1: But I think us being like stair steps, like I was able to like see it in real time. The exact same people treating me a different way.
0: Oh, I used to. I had people tell me to my face. Uh in church that my sister was going to be prettier than me because she was light-skinned. Like, verbatim. And the gag is, y'all look just alike. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we look like twins. <laughs> Damn, that is a gag. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> she look like me, ho. So now what? Y'all but, just yeah. sitting here like, Hey, look, look at us. Up. Look at us. <laughs> so who thought? Not me. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I um where was I going with
1: that? About uh how you don't come to the realization of how you're marginalized as being light skinned until middle school maybe.
0: Yeah, but so on 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 the side of, you know, the black girls didn't fuck with me cuz I was light skinned blah blah blah
1: or <laughs> I always feel some type of way about that because it also it's not saying what uh, the underlying message of that is. Right. That they probably assumed that you were prettier just because you were light skin or that it, that's part of it too. Like, like niggas will be like, Oh, light skin over there is prettier than all that. Like, but when, when, t- when she says
0: shit, like I was treated differently because I wasn't black enough. Yeah. I have to a problem. Me, with I'm that. just like, then that means you were treated better because if somebody <laughs> is looking at you as a non black person, like, Black people get shitted on all the time. <laughs> black people are treated like shit all the time. Exactly. So you, for you to say like, oh, I wasn't black enough. It's just like, well, how hard did you really have? Like, what was the... Like, so they treated you
1: better? <laughs> what was the adversity in that? <laughs> Sounds kind of dope. <laughs> you didn't get treated like a nigga, huh? Hmm. Now, like, we're joking. <laughs> but part, Again. We have to say that. Yeah. We're joking. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna <would> quit. Like, <laughs> you're assholes, bro. Like, I, I might get canceled and then like I'm just going to produce this podcast for you after this. I, mean, like, I, I ain't going to have no mic. I'm just, whatever Kim say, I'll ride. Like, fuck it.
0: No, because I'll be out here uh, acting like a fuck boy too, so. <laughs>
1: we both get our fuck boy back.
0: It is what It is.
1: Um yeah. Uh I think I think she just has a lot to figure out and hopes this figures it out. But anytime somebody is like the world is against me, you on that bullshit. Figure it
0: out offline though. Like Nicki Minaj has recently been doing the same shit. Kanye's doing the same shit. Now she's doing the same
1: shit. But I mean, you also want to if you're an artist, you want to express yourself through whatever platforms you have that's essentially what we're doing
0: yeah but if you're a person you gotta you you gotta hold on to something be a little bit more
1: selective of
0: i can't even say that because i had a whole episode yeah whole, I, said,
1: I was i was just about to bring it up without being like well you said <laughs>
0: it's just it's just one it's, it's another one of those like with great power comes great responsibility things but like, do
1: you think you've moved on that because that's the other thing about like us doing this is it's just recording at this time in our lives we might feel different tomorrow we might feel different than we did yesterday do you think you've changed on that opinion
0: I feel like you have. I feel like maybe a little bit, but I feel like... I cannot articulate it. It's getting on my nerves. So I feel like when... when I can't even say when you're realizing because a lot of times you don't even realize and when you're spiraling. But if you ever feel attacked or just um, overwhelmed with emotion about certain things, I think it's important to, for one, like, realize that and and then be a little bit more careful with what you put out to prevent being further attacked and, you know what I'm saying, emotionally burdened.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> she did mention on that that she's an empath. And mm-hmm. as somebody who is an empath also, it is you do feel all of the, energies, the energy around you. Yeah. Oh, I that's what it was. I had looked up uh traits of an empath or a highly sensitive person.
0: I'm gonna have to go in like twenty minutes so okay. I can
1: we'll wrap up with this, I guess. Get
0: ready real quick. How long have we been recording? Has it been an hour?
1: Yeah. But we got to cut out like 10 minutes. <laughs> 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 off air podcasts. Hey, our off air podcast be lit. <laughs> Ask Spy Guy. Speaking of which, that nigga, as soon as I walked in, he was like,
0: Yo, Kim look good.
1: <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> I got to tell you this right quick. When we went to Straight Tail after and we were uh, chilling, I looked and I was like, Damn, her eyelashes are dope as well. <laughs> like damn they're like that shit that shit is dope as (laughs) fuck. so the next day when i saw him he was like kim look good and bro i think her eyelashes look better than almost anybody else's i was like yeah nigga
0: (laughs) you know what's funny is i have had a lot of dudes compliment my eyelashes which is so crazy because they know that they're fake but it's just
1: because when you see bad
0: eyelashes or bad makeup... I think that's what it is. You're it's, like... It's a
1: lot of like, trash nah. lashes. <laughs> you're like, you're like, no, nah, sis got this shit figured out. <laughs> I'm, and, like, and it's also, like, a way of... See, like, I see you without being, like, creepy as fuck. Like, yeah. being like, nah. I respect that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I think it's a lot of um, <laughs> tragic makeup applications that are teaching dudes what good makeup application is.
1: Yeah. Like, I have... I've also noticed that shift of, like, men are more being like, no, nah, I like the way her makeup yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, so you paid it Like, yeah, of course I'm going to pay attention. Like, she's doing this shit correct. Oh, you bub-ass bitches out here?
0: <laughs> yeah, men, I think social media has taught men, too, like, what's good and what's bad, like, for women aesthetically.
1: Yeah, because now, also, you don't have the all the people being like, I like my women while wearing makeup, like, because now we understand most women are wearing makeup.
0: Yeah. Even yeah. when it looks natural.
1: That means she's just really good at it. Right. Or she just <laughs>
0: applied very little when right. she knew what to do. But yeah, it's, it's cute when dudes be recognizing shit like
1: that. Um, so. thirteen has of an impact. You take on other people's emotions as your own. Sometimes you experience sudden, overwhelming emotions when you're in public. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the vibe of a room matters to you a lot. Oh yes, you understand where people are coming from. People turn to you for advice. Mm. Do they? Tragic or violent events on TV can completely incapacitate you.
0: Yeah, yeah that's why I don't be watching the news. That's no why Twitter.
1: That's why, man. Eventually, I'm gonna have to c- cut out Twitter. Fuck this shit. Yeah. You can't contain your love of pets, animals, or babies.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: you might feel people's physical illnesses or too not just their emotions. True. Mm-hmm. You can be overwhelmed in intimate situations, intimate relationships. Very true. Mm-hmm. You're a walking lie detector. Whew. <laughs> a word. <laughs> you can't understand why any leader wouldn't put their teams first kind of weird It is weird uh you have a calming effect on other people and the the power to heal them
0: damn
1: that one's that hit me (laughs) You, you cannot see someone in pain without wanting to help yeah but that's also how it gets you in trouble yeah can't save everybody
0: i've i have definitely recognized myself as a healer (laughs) <laughs> like i'm not even shitting on you no but it's
1: just funny just hearing that like somebody be like yeah I've,
0: i know that sounds like some pompous gotta,
1: shit but i have superpowers nigga."
0: <laughs> I, no, I just really like be thinking about like conversations that i've had with my friends and like i can tell when they feel like comforted after they have felt anxious about something like after some shit that i've said and sometimes like i don't even some of the shit i be saying i like i be blowing my own mind like just like you <laughs> need to apply this it. to your own motherfucking life. <laughs> like, why did I figure this shit out before? <laughs> but I do have a lot of friends who like love coming to me and like talking to me about shit and like
1: I think we both do that for each other here. Because yeah. sometimes when I'm wilding you don't want to calm me down. Like, yeah. hey, yo, I just don't know. <laughs> 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 just gotta put my, my PhD glasses
0: on. I'm like, whoa tell me why you think you feel this way.
1: <laughs> just like that one day when I met you at uh, Long Goose and I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't feel bad anymore. He's <laughs> like, no, I wasn't that stressful, bros. I was tripping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly,
0: like when you think about it, that really is what it'd be. Like you just have to take yourself out of that moment.
1: Yeah, because you'd be feeling everything and you're like, man. Like, yeah. And, and then, it's kind of annoying when you look back like, damn, I was overreacting over this little shit. <laughs> but it's just part of it. Like that that's life though you have to learn to compartmentalize things and tuck them away from your uh what is it I'm trying to remember the psychology term your id is your id your uh your mental ego yeah
0: what is it the id the damn it's
1: three parts though right yeah damn we dope as fuck (laughs) like man we be floating on this shit nigga like yeah, we two ill ass niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with us, nah. But it's
0: you have to compartmentalize, compartmentalize and tuck, but also like you got to confront it sometimes too.
1: Yeah. Um, you can't. You have to stand and fight sometimes. Yeah, and I think because I've experienced that, that's kind of like how I feel about certain people. Of oh, granted. I'm having a hard time dealing with my life. (laughs) So it's hard to uh, imagine having to deal with somebody's life like super famous and popular and a lot of people hate you. Some legitimate reason, some not. But yeah, you have to find that balance. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to find that balance in my life. Mm -hmm. So I understand we all struggling. But I don't know. That's why I try not to be, like, just get on hearing this bitch. Yeah. Be like, go fuck the world.
0: <laughs> the world's against me. And but sometimes that's just what you need. Like, when
1: you feeling something strongly,
0: sometimes you just need to get it
1: out. Like, I was really feeling down, like, like, a, like a password. Like, the day that the girl stood me up, that shit fucked me up.
0: I hate that shit. That's, that's
1: probably like top 10 one of the worst feelings rejection yeah yeah and then like i like tell myself be like but you're ill as fuck
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're a dope ass nigga yeah
1: somebody gonna realize you're dope soon right and you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't realize how dope of a person you are yeah so holding out for somebody that didn't realize that at front kind of exercise fertility. Those emotions are real, Mm -hmm. especially when you really like somebody. Mm -hmm. But if they ain't rocking with you you can't be in your feelings, man, you got to get out of your feelings.
0: These are facts. These are facts. I think I've learned how to move on. That's what the dating apps have taught me is how to move on from niggas who not feeling you very quickly.
1: I just don't have a good... uh, People just ain't out here hitting like on me. But I don't take that at like I did for a second taking that as I'm fucking ugly. Like spy guys out here fucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just like, Tinder works for everybody. Like, no, nah, no, the fuck it doesn't.
0: <laughs> I mad that nigga was out here trying to act like he wasn't fucking. Bro. I saw my, right through that bullshit. Spy guy out here, bro.
1: That what was the funniest part to you? Like
0: when he kept talking about the damn game, trying to change the subject every time we would ask him some shit. Um, <laughs> oh no, it was all pretty fucking funny. <laughs>
1: the uh, that dude's just weird. Like there <laughs> ain't no way around it. Like that dude is fucking weird. Uh, and that shit is funny as fuck because he is always like that. That's not an act. I want to know how his date went. Like, when he was leaving Saturday, I was like, good luck. He was like, what do you mean? And just walked out. <laughs> like, he don't talk to me about shit. <laughs> oh,
0: my goodness. I want to know what his childhood was like.
1: I don't know. He never tells you. Like, it's I've known Spy. Hell, since seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I don't know shit about Spy. I just know what, what Spy tells me. Ain't that crazy? He's always been like that, though yeah hmm. some people are just like that Like yeah. <laughs> markham texts me and he was like why is spy guy so fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know he's just a fucking psychopath. <laughs> but i've always secretly thought he's the funniest person i know
0: he is pretty funny he is pretty funny
1: like and that's why i, w- I did wish that it was videotaped because he's even funnier in person <laughs> especially
0: in <laughs> <English>. <laughs>
1: he's very animated
0: but, why is he so funny? I think it's, it's he'd just be doing oblivious shit. Like, he don't even be knowing.
1: Right. He don't understand how funny he is, but then sometimes he will realize it, and then he'll play on that. <laughs> but oh, God. That's why I always wanted to have a podcast with uh Spy and Thomas. Because when <laughs> they get together, that shit is funny as fuck. Yeah. Cause <laughs> <laughs> that shit would be wild. Like, that shit is crazy. But... Um, we do I do wanna have more guests going forward. At least one guest during the holidays. We should have another like like let's just end our season at the end of the year. True. What's like and we'll just have like a two hour podcast. Yeah.
0: Bunch of people in here.
1: Yeah. Just kicking it. And then It'll be our uh, Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa uh, part two. I'm just <laughs> That's still one of my favorite. <laughs> that's still one of my favorite uh, podcasts. Like all right, that episode, that episode, and the Casey and Nick episode. Oh yeah, that one was really good. And that's another one that really stands out. The Britney episode, of course. Mm-hmm. Like we when we have guests, we usually. It's funny, like, <laughs> like when our prog- our uh, podcast personalities, which is slightly different from our actual personalities, have you noticed that, or is that just me? Maybe it's like a. Hey.
0: I mean, but that's uh, that's anything that you put out into the internet's. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. your internet self is different than your normal
1: self. It's our avatar. Yeah. Like you're who's Kim first, but for the <laughs> most for the most part,
0: though, I feel like I'm pretty i mean yeah. in line with myself, my normal self, who was it that we
1: were hanging out with one time They're like I feel like I'm in the podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it Stephanie it, yeah, it was, <laughs> and then like we were talking about other people, she's like, those are the other
0: characters, <laughs> oh oh the, i I was gonna say, I think it was dope, um, that's why guy was commenting on like our chemistry being good. Yeah, like that was
1: cool. I that was, was. Like, huh? So I'm not just imagining this shit. <laughs> a person,
0: especially coming from a person who's not really like a podcast person, that's like
1: right. And it does make me want to do video more. I just okay, fuck it. I'll just start playing around with. It. Yeah, we'll figured out how to do a fucking podcast. We can do fucking everything else.
0: These are We're fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we got this shit. I do want to start doing uh reaction videos because that shit would be funny. Yeah, we could. That would be pretty yeah. funny. And we could put those out on like IG. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Whoever runs the mindset Twitter, also I keep forgetting to um, shout them out. They commented on our chemistry on the episode where we talked about sexuality yeah and i was like yeah i'm quiet because i was nervous to put that episode up <laughs> and then you're like "No, nah, niggas they gonna feel it <laughs> <laughs> they gonna feel it in the streets <laughs> Yep. but Told them you. and then somebody else shouted us out on okay. twitter might have been an IG. oh no I did a review exchange with somebody oh, yeah, on yeah, IG. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I listened to them. It's, I can't remember their name, but it's two siblings.
0: Isn't it like
1: the process, something process? I'm going to look it up because I do want to make sure I shout out the people who shout us out. Look at me trying to get my professional bag.
0: <laughs> I feel like there's somebody that's been interacting with us a lot.
1: Outspoken sibs outspoken sips, so like, yeah, I did a review exchange, and so also you guys can leave any uh five star reviews you guys leave, we will uh read those aloud hmm. That's a good idea. Let me just go ahead and read the ones we have right now, all two of them,, I think we got three, <laughs> do we, <laughs> but uh yeah so we'll read uh for we already read chris's yeah we did so the other one is from genes 82 i think that is um gatry from uh the tipping point kim and juice have amazing chemistry gang gang and their topics deliver pointed introspective Introspect and thought-provoking conversation. This is one of these podcasts where I feel like I'm right in the middle of the recording. I love that, and I find myself joining in on the conversation as if I was in the studio. You read it right, best podcast in all of Alabama, and they are just getting started. Thank you for both representing Black culture as well as the state of Alabama. I love that. Hey, hey turn it up. Uh, and then from outspoken siblings podcast we're always here for a good deal duo the chemistry is perfect it's as if you are in a group with two of your closest friends plus their fellow sagis so you know they're giving it to unfiltered
0: gang gang wu-tang clan ain't nothing i'm just
1: saying <laughs> <plain. laughs> I, I gotta catch back up on that show i'm yeah. I falling behind like i'm on episode seven but yeah so, we are out here. Um, anything else, Sister Johnson?
0: Halloween is this weekend.
1: Yes, it is. This episode will come out on Halloween.
0: I will probably be drunk as fuck this thotten weekend. bopping. <laughs> Yet again.
1: Uh, I hear thotting and bopping.
0: I'm going to be Lara Croft if I can find the accessories. Cause no. that's, that's easy. That's, you know, yeah. Shorts and a shirt. I just need the holsters and the little... Gun strap thing on yeah. the chest. Um so yeah, that'll be fun. Halloween is the one holiday where we get to be hoes.
1: Yep, it is a and a, no a one fin- cares. <laughs> it's kind of expected at this point. It's be a like,
0: universal slut walk. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> and uh women have agency now. So just because they are dressed that way. Okay. You do not get to
0: touched yeah. or make no comment.
1: Right. Just look and not look creepily like this.
0: Look and appreciate <laughs> and keep it moving.
1: Yeah. I see you, sis. You're uh, looking uh, fine right there. And then just keep it moving. Keep it moving. I see you, girl. No, serving body. That's, it, that's, that's all I got. I and think. the category is. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go. I do. All right. So, yeah.
0: Till next time. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Girl, And you can
1: find me at A Kid Named Juice.
0: Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJCBattle.
1: New episodes available every Thursday.